Grace Life TV broadcast. I'm Lisa Boldo, and it's always a joy and an honor to be with you. And here we are. It's right before Christmas. So I hope you've had a wonderful week. I hope things are going well with you and your family. And I want to say welcome to you again. And welcome to those of you who will watch the replay or perhaps hear this on the podcast in iTunes or see this on YouTube. Um, so just welcome, welcome. So in this broadcast, I want to speak to you about how the kingdom of God is within you. Now, I don't see any uh, comments coming up yet, so I'm hoping that there are no technical difficulties. I think I'm going to give this just a few seconds, um, and hopefully um, we will see some people joining, because I know that there are... Okay, boom. Here we go. Now they're rolling in. So welcome, welcome. All right. Now I know that you can see me. Yes? Can someone just comment and say yes? You can see me and hear me. Okay. Just want to make sure. <laughs> see you. Yes. Perfect. All right. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks, Marie. And okay. Awesome. Here we go. So the kingdom of God is within you. Jesus said that. So let's talk about just, um, I want to give you the word. Matthew 13, 31, Jesus was speaking. And it says in verse 31, he put before them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed that a man planted in his field. Although it is the smallest of all seeds, right? Yet it grows into the largest of the garden plants and becomes a tree, a little seed. Amazing, right? Little mustard seed becomes a tree so that the birds of the air come and make their nest in its branches. So. Let's look at the word of God because the word of God is seed, right? The word of God. So you plant the word of God in your heart. You read it, it's seed. You plant it in the garden of your heart. You plant it in your heart. At first, it will be really, really small. But as you nurture it and continue to grow in it, in the word of God, you will become strong like a tree, like an oak tree, right? But the mustard seed, it becomes the biggest of all the brand of all the trees. You will become strong in the word. And let me tell you, then when life squeezes you, you're always going to go to the word first before you're going to go to God first before you would even honestly, before you would even think of going to a human being. I, I promise you, I have come to a point in my life when things are not looking so good, you know, and, and of course, what comes to mind is you know, when my mom went home to be with the Lord a few years ago and, or a couple of years ago, and, you know, all the strife and the family stuff going on there and how it was really, really, it was the toughest time really ever. And I just kept myself before the Lord continually. And, you know, and that is how I had peace because, and I just was like, Lord, I would cry my eyes out, cry my heart out and just, you know, but it was me and, and God. And it was amazing because in those times when you are feeling just gut-wrenched, heartbroken, the Lord, you I just felt his like overwhelming sense of peace and comfort. And, you know, and then he would remind me, keep your peace, stay in peace, follow me. You know, and as I kept my mind stayed on him and not what was going on, you know, 
of course, if someone you love goes home to be with the Lord, it is you're going to have the waves of intensity of, you know, pain and then you're okay. And then the pain again, you know, that's, that's normal, but I'm talking about all the other stuff surrounding it. I literally had to stay just, just in that place of me and God, like Lord just, and I would cry and he would comfort me. The Lord is your comforter. The Holy spirit is your comforter. And Jesus said, the Holy Spirit will show you things to come. And you don't have to be afraid. Matter of fact, how many times does the word of God, you know, the God says, don't fear, don't be afraid. I think it's 365 times, right? And you could put one for every day. Don't fear. If God is with you and in you and for you, you don't have to be afraid. If you don't know what to do, You need to get before the Lord, meaning get with him, get alone with him. Lord, I need your wisdom. And you talk to him just like you would talk to your best friend or, or, you know, your father. That's he's a good father. He's not an absent father. He's a good father. And you can call upon him and Lord, I need your wisdom. Show me what to do. And I'm telling you, and if you pray in the spirit, that's another. It's so powerful to pray in the spirit because the word says, the word of God says that when you pray in tongues or you pray in the spirit, the Holy Spirit is actually interceding and praying through you the perfect will of God. Then you can ask the Lord for the interpretation. And I'll tell you, sometimes I'm praying in the spirit and God will show me things, either pictures or just show me something that's going on. And I'm like, oh, you know, several times early, early in the morning, the Lord will place someone on my heart. And then I know that I need to give them a certain message that God is giving me. And so anyway, so as you plant the word of God in your heart, you will become strong as you, you, when I say plant it, I mean, you are, you're reading it. It's going into your heart. Anything that you take in through your eyes or your ears, you're planting it. You're planting it, right? So you'll know if you're strong in the word of God, if when you're squeezed, that's what comes out or you're going straight to God. If you're going straight to people, then you're not yet where you, where you want to be in the word of God, you know, where you're just, listen, I'm not saying we don't need people. Sure we do. I remember calling my dad, my, you know, my, 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 my biological dad many times during that period. And he was a real source of comfort to me and it was beautiful. And I am so grateful for him. And we're very close now, you know, to this day, we're, we're very close. And I feel like that time, it was amazing. God did so many amazing things. Like I was, my mother went home to be with the Lord. I didn't have her anymore. And then boom, my dad was there and he was really there for me. And it was, it was awesome. And we're still, we're very, very close and I'm just grateful to the Lord. But, but my whole point is don't run to the phone, right? Run to the God, go to God first, you know, and, and let him comfort you and speak to you because remember people, even as well-meaning as they may be, it's still human, um, you know, maybe wisdom or comfort and the Lord could send someone. Yes, of course. But I think you understand what I'm saying. Wisdom comes from God. The Holy Spirit will show you things to come. He will show you 
what path you need to take, what you need to do. And then you need to pay attention to peace. Peace needs to rule and reign in your heart. If you've got a decision to make that you don't have peace about it, don't do it. Wait. Because if you do and you just go ahead with it, and or if you hear yourself saying words like, I know I shouldn't, but eh, don't do it. Don't do it. You will regret it. Okay, you, you'll regret it. So if you've got total peace in your heart about it, um, then green light. Okay, Colossians uh, 3.15 says, let peace be your umpire in every situation. Okay, all right. So the kingdom of God is within you. So what is the kingdom of God? I still remember, you know, the Lord giving me such clarity on this one morning because the way I always thought about the kingdom of God is the king's domain, right? God's domain, where he lives, where he rules, where he reigns. But the Holy Spirit corrected me and said, the king's dominion. Dominion means authority. Yes, authority, rule and reign. Okay. The king's authority, rule, reign, dominion, where you dominate, you have dominion over. Okay. This is so awesome. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh my gosh. Jesus said the kingdom of God is within you. That means the king's authority, the authority of Jesus is in you. How did Jesus deal with sickness, disease, devils, all of it, sin? Boom, with a word, he cast it out. Why? And yet he said it was the Father in him that did the works, right? Well, now we know it's Christ in us that does the work. And Jesus said in John 14, 12, truly, truly, I say to you, if you believe, you will do the same works that I do and even greater works than these because. I go, I'm going to the Father, right? So if Jesus is your Lord, he's your king, you have to understand, first of all, your identity. If Christ is in you, that makes you a child of God, the most high God, the one true God, okay? Father, Son, Holy Spirit, three in one. Jehovah, God the Father, Jesus Christ the Son, and the Holy Spirit, right? So you literally, if you've got the spirit of God in you, which is the spirit of Christ and the father is in Christ as well, you have all three in one in you, the spirit of the living God, the spirit of God, Christ in you. That's what makes you a child of God. Okay, boom, that's who you are. That's your identity. I'm God's son. I'm God's daughter. I am a child of God. I am a joint heir with Jesus Christ. Okay, so when God looks at you, if you've got Christ in you, when God looks at you and, and you're, you know, talking to him, calling to him, he's hearing you because you are a joint heir with Christ. He sees Christ in you. So he's hearing you. You are his child. He loves you. He cares about you and he cares about the things you care about. He does. And, you know, God loves all of us. Okay. We are all God's creation, but we are not all God's children. Remember, Jesus said to the Pharisees, you are of your father, the devil. They were not God's children. They were God's creation. Did God love them? Yeah. Did he want them to turn? Yes. But we all have a choice. They didn't have the spirit of God in them. They didn't belong to God. Romans 8, 9 says, if you don't have the spirit of God in you, you don't belong to God. 
How do you get the spirit of God in you? You ask Jesus to come into you in 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 you ask God the Father to, to or you ask Jesus. You can ask God the Father, you can ask Jesus. Send listen, I'm sorry, I'm like tongue-tied. Not really. Thank you, Jesus. All you have to do is say, Jesus, come into my heart. I ask you to be my Lord and Savior. That simple and mean it. Right? You say, Father, I'm sorry for my sins. Lord Jesus, I ask you, come into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. You know, it's not a formula. There's not just one meaning. Yes, there is one way to the Father, and that's Jesus. But I'm saying it's not a formula with your words. You can say, Heavenly Father, I am sorry. And But you want to ask Jesus, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. It's that simple. And once you do that and you mean it from your heart, God the Father will send the Spirit of Jesus, right? The Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Jesus. And remember, the Father is also in Jesus. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. God will send the Spirit of Christ, the Spirit of Jesus, to be one, to live in your spirit. Boom. You now are a child of God. That is your identity. That is who you are. Now, once you belong to God, you're a child of God. You've got authority over all the power of the devil. Jesus said, I give you authority over all the power of the devil sin, sickness, disease, all of it. He said, and nothing, no thing is nothing shall by any means harm you when you exercise that authority you've been given. But this is why you need to know the word of God, because if you don't know the word of God, you don't know what Jesus died to give you. He is not dead. God raised him from the dead, right? God raised Jesus from the dead. He is alive now. He sits at the right hand of God in heaven while his Holy Spirit is at work here in the earth, in his believers, in those who have the Spirit of God in them. So I hope this is making sense to you. But literally, Jesus said, the kingdom of God is within you. So if Jesus is your Lord, the kingdom of God is within you. The King's Jesus is the King. He's the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. He's the King of Kings, King of us, right? He's a king. We're kings. Like he's the king of kings. He's the king of us and the Lord of us, right? So, okay. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. I hope that this is making sense. I try to make things so simple. And I mean, I get so many emails, you know, saying yes and, and thank you because you've not heard it explained in this way before. So I hope this is really, really easy. I need things to be made simple to me. So that's how I like to teach. Okay. So the king's dominion, God's rule, right, and authority is in you. If Christ is in you, glory to God. God gave us his word. We have the word of God. You got to know the word of God because you've got to know your inheritance, right? Jesus, when Jesus died, God raised him up, but then he gave us those who would believe on him and receive him as Lord and Savior, he gave us the same rights that he had as a child, you know, as God's son. He gave us those same rights. And we are here on the earth. P.S. This is where the devil operates. But you have authority over him. So you've got to understand, child of God, that means 
the devil doesn't stand a chance against you. But if you believe he does, then he can be victorious over you. But if you understand that he doesn't and he has to obey when you speak and you believe it and you speak, I'm telling you, your words will obey you. When you believe and you speak, Mark eleven twenty three. 23, I call it the authority scripture because Jesus said, I'm paraphrasing, whatever you believe and speak and don't doubt in your heart and you believe what you say, you will have what you say. You will have what you say, but you need to know that you can have what you say. You will have what you say when you believe it for good or bad. So you have to make sure that you're not saying, oh, the devil's attacking me. You know, no. Why is the devil attacking you? No. You need to say, no, devil, get out. Lord Jesus, I thank you. No, you command the devil. He doesn't command you. You command him and his minions, his little demon spirits. But too many Christians, right? Too many believers, they don't even know for real the authority that they carry. And I hear a lot of people say, well, you know, I've been dealing with this thing and a lot of people are praying for me and they don't understand why they're not getting better. You know, I just had, um, I just had a conversation with a woman the other day. It was amazing. And she actually said this to me, she's been dealing with something for since like the beginning of November and, and a lot of pain throughout her upper body went to the hospital they couldn't diagnose or didn't know what was going on and she didn't get you know the she didn't get them and i was like oh praise god thank you jesus so and that tells me that's the enemy and she's like but a lot of people are praying for me that's not what's going to make you well you have and i'm not yelling at you i'm so passionate about this i really want you to understand it you have authority over the enemy so i spoke with her for uh, probably 20, 25 minutes. And I was just explaining how the kingdom of God works. Because if you don't understand the laws of the kingdom of God, how the kingdom of God works, you're not going to operate in victory. You're going to think that the devil just has, you know, can do what he wants to you and there's nothing you can do about it. Lie. That's a lie from the pit. Okay. No. Okay. So I was explaining to her that people praying for her. I don't know what kind of prayers, but asking God to do it when he told you to do it, right? You believe him. You Okay. You want to be healed again. I'm going to go over this. I talk about it a lot, but a lot of people are struggling in this area. So if you want to be, okay, you want to be healed. Number one, you acknowledge what Jesus did for you by his stripes. You were healed. So what do you do? Lord Jesus, thank you. Thank you. I receive what you did for me. And just so you know, you know, believe and receive. Okay. He paid the price in full with his own life and his own blood for you to be healed, right? Saved and healed. Lord, and you thank him. You say, Lord, I am sorry. Okay. First, praise him. Acknowledge what he did for you. Lord, I thank you for what you did for me. I believe that you died for me so I could be healed, so I could. I could be saved. Well, he actually paid for your healing before he took your sins on the cross at the whipping post. That's why 1 Peter 2.24 says, by his stripes, you were healed. Although the, the blood red stripes that were all across his back. Oh, 
just ripped open by his stripes that then he paid for your healing in full right then. Lord, I thank you for what you did for me. I receive what you did for me. The word receive in the Greek means to take. It means you are taking what he did. You receive it. Mm, you take it. You thank him. You praise him. You And then you command the devil to get out, to get out, to get off your body, whatever needs to be healed. If you've been in agreement with a sickness, Lord, I'm sorry. I took her through repentance the other day and, and then I ministered healing to her. But you just, you just acknowledge what Jesus did for you. And say, I receive it, Lord, I receive it. And then you say, devil, you get out, get off in Jesus' name. You mean it. Authority equals mean it, okay? So you mean it, you speak, you command him to, to go. Any and every unclean spirit, you say, get out now, get off my body, get out in Jesus' name. Then you command your body, whatever body part it is, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, right? Or you don't have to say of Nazareth, but in the name of Jesus, you know, Jesus Christ. That's the name above every name with all the power. And you are you are commanding in the name of Jesus by his authority. And you say, whatever it is, I'm pointing to my shoulder because I remember I had a torn rotator cuff a few years back, right? You be healed and made whole right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Thanking him. You receive it. You're taking it. He wants you to be well. He wants you to receive it. Take it. What he did for you. And then you stand. You stand. Standing. I don't mean standing up, but I'm saying that. Then you rest and you consider no other option. None. No opinions of people. Well, how are you doing? Well, no. By the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. Don't let anything else come out of your mouth. And then every day, thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Even if you can't lift your arm, praise you, Lord. And you will see, you will see the glory of God when you believe. I'm telling you. Okay. I'm just, I'm so passionate about this. Oh my gosh. Okay. You have to know who you are in Christ. And you got to watch the words that come out of your mouth because the devil's very crafty. He may have someone call you on the phone and say, ask them how they're doing. Oh, really? You know what? You stand on the word. You got to watch the words that come out of your mouth. Remember, death and life. Death and life is in the power of the tongue. That means your words that you believe have power. It's a force. Faith is a force and it goes to literally, it's it's like a sound, you know, and I've mentioned this before, but how you see people that have like these glass things, sometimes when they have contests or oh, and the glass shatters because sound, it's a force. Literally, your words have power, words that you believe. And when you speak the name of Jesus, Listen to me. If you, if you know your authority, that Jesus gave you authority over all the power of the devil, and you speak in the name of Jesus, it will be this way and no other way. I wanted to bang on the table, but you stand and then you say, that's it. And then if the enemy tries to come with a thought, 
You can't fight thoughts out. You can't fight thoughts with thoughts. You have to fight thoughts out loud with words. Nope. Nope. I don't receive that. Nope. Thank you, Jesus. And start praising the Lord. You know, when you, when you praise Jesus, I'm telling you his presence is all, listen, he's in you, but the presence of God, as you praise him, you'll just he is right there inhabiting your praises. It's your praises to, to Jesus. It's literally a sweet smelling fragrance before the nostrils of God. Like that's amazing, right? He receives your praise. And sometimes when you don't feel good and, and you're just like, thank you, Jesus, praise him anyway. That's why it's called a sacrifice of praise. Okay. We're going to pray now. If you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, I kind of walked you through it before. Let's do it. And then I'm going to minister healing to you, just to your whole body quickly. And you will be healed if you receive it. Take it. Take it. Right? So if you've never asked Jesus to be the Lord of your life, let's do that right now. Remember, you have the king's dominion, the king's meaning Jesus, the king, you have his reign, his rule, his authority in you. If Jesus is your Lord, and if he's not right, because the kingdom of God is within you. That means his kingdom, his rule, his reign, his, his um, authority. Okay. Luke 10, 19, Jesus said, I give you authority to trample over serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the, the devil, right? The enemy and nothing shall by any means harm you. So if something is harming you, it's because you've been tolerating it. Jesus also gave you the keys of the kingdom, which is the power to bind and the power to loose. You bind the devil, you loose healing, you know, so you bind whatever is not allowed in heaven. There's no sickness, no disease, no poverty, no none of it in heaven, right? You bind sickness, sin, anything that's of the enemy, you bind it and you loose the Holy Spirit's power. You loose healing and blessing. Okay. You get it. Joy, peace, love. Okay. With your words, you speak it. Okay. Just repeat after me. Mean it with your whole heart. Just say, Lord Jesus, this is, if you're not saved and you want to be, you want to receive Jesus, let's do it right now. Just say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. I believe that you died on the cross and paid for my sins forever. And I believe that God the Father raised you on the third day. You are alive now and you live forever. Lord Jesus, come into my heart now and be my Lord and Savior forever. <laughs> Teach me your ways and I ask you to baptize me with your Holy Spirit and fire, Woo! so I can be an effective witness for you on this earth. In your precious name, Lord Jesus, I pray and I thank you. Amen. Amen. Amen and amen. If you just prayed that prayer, welcome to the family of God. Now I would suggest go to christianbooks.com or christianbook.com, get yourself an easy to read Bible. I always um, talk about the New Living Translation, the, the NLT, just because it's so easy to read. And when you read it and you understand what you're reading, you won't be able to put it down. It's awesome. And you want to read, 
you know, if you want to know about the best healing books of the Bible, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, look at how Jesus dealt with devils. Okay. Mm. And any, anything of the enemy. So I pray that this has blessed you tonight. You know, we've got Christmas in a few days and I want to just wish you a Merry Christmas. I don't know if I'll have an opportunity to jump on. I've got family coming. Um, and, uh, but I just love you. I bless you in Jesus name. And also if there is an urgency where you need prayer, someone is, you know, in the hospital or they've had a bad diagnosis and it's urgent, um, reach out to me. You can reach out to me through my email. Just go to lisabuldo.com and then look under prayer requests. I do check my email, um, you know, often, and I will get back to the most important first. I mean, I say most important, everybody is important, but you know, life or death, um, you know, the most urgent. So, um, you can reach out, let me know what's going on. And, um, and I just, I love you. I bless you in Jesus name. And I wish you a very Merry Christmas and I will see you again very soon. Please share this and let's advance God's kingdom together. If you know someone that needs healing, I just showed you how in this video, make sure that you share this far and wide. Let's advance God's kingdom together. All right. Good night, everybody. God bless you.